From the TMBC Network, welcome to Bad Audio Books, brought to you by our electronically attached patrons on supporters on Patreon. I'm Nick Masmanian, along with my co-host Ken Heidelman. Thank you so much for listening to our show about good books read badly. <laughs> this is a, a messy, beautiful intro, a beautiful mess. It's a beautiful intro. mess. Uh, I, what's coming off the shelf today? Well, we're we're diving. We're we're, we're riding along further with the uh, the Hardy Boys and the Tower Treasure. And if you couldn't tell this morning at the intro, um, I don't have a tape recorder, so I am the tape recorder today. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it happens. Uh, but yeah, we're ready to get started. Uh, another episode uh, live on Twitch and uh, yes. YouTube. So mm-hmm. if you're watching, follow along and uh, follow live the whenever. Ball. We, we don't have a schedule on this one yet. No, uh, we don't. So it's whenever we go live, typically on Wednesdays. Uh, but that could change tomorrow. Well, for now, it's Wednesdays until... Until my, we say so. Uh, I was about to say, until my kid is like, Hey, mister, I want to go to school. <laughs> uh, what chapter are we on? We're on chapter three. What? we read two last time. We're moving. I know. We're, we're, we're going at a good clip in this one, just got to say. So it's back to the Hardy Boys Tower Treasure, page 18. Yeah, page 18. We're going to parody the fuck out of this shit. Oh, man. Chet Morton's... Oh, wait. Traces of the Thief is the title of this chapter. Mm-hmm. Chet Morton's roadster was a brilliant yellow, not easily mistaken, and the Hardy Boys were confident that it would not be difficult to pick up the trail of the auto thief. Do you remember anything that happened in the previous bit? They drove they around motorcycles. They almost got hit by a car. They... Uh-huh. Uh, delivered the stuff. They were like detectives. We're gonna be detectives. Yeah, we're detectives. And then they delivered but they're the doing stuff. like a mail service. Yeah, and then they went to visit their friend on the back end road. And then apparently the guy who stole the car that they almost hit them might be the guy that got super convoluted. Yeah, in the like story. and he's a redhead, so therefore he's evil. Yeah, because like, <laughs> we're still he's doing immediately that. suspect. We're still doing that right now in this timeline. Uh, and if then there's they anything went- that makes you stand out. Being a redhead or looking a little different, you're you a got, suspect. This is the culture of crush it if it's different. <laughs> so, um, yeah, at this point, we are picking up with the Hardy Boys and their friend Chet trying to find Chet's car, which had been stolen. All right, so Chet and had then they went back. Car. Oh, and then they went back to the car that flipped over, and they're like, "Clearly, this must have just happened. It's been sitting there forever." You know, but they'd already were like, they'd already gone by it. It got <laughs> really confusing. There. I know, but the description of the car was. It had been sitting there forever, even though it had just happened, which doesn't make yeah, any sense. So, so we'll we'll guess we'll figure that out. Yeah, I guess we're just gonna see where it goes. So and this you're book playing launched. Chet. I am I am Chet. You oh, are Chet. Shit. You picked remember. up Chet. You picked up Chet, and you're Joe Frank. Frank. Frank I'm Frank. Uh, whoever the older one is. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what Chet's voice is, so I'm just gonna make it up. Oh no no yeah that's, that's this is we a perf- not, perfect course. We are not one for continuity on this show. <laughs> Hey, hey, you're lucky, if, you're lucky if you're getting the Franklin chapter three. W. Dixon, who doesn't exist, who wrote this book, uh, turning over in his grave, his non fictional grave, can't figure out if a car has been there for 10 minutes or two days. Why should I have to remember how it uh, the almost voice feels that like I'm that is totally an editor move just to be like, fuck it, it's been, it's been just happened, even though I said a week ago, it's just happened. So, anyway, go ahead, chat. Time's relative. Oh, uh, look, oh, how did I do this? I did Frank a little. Deep Frank Frank was like, oh, it's just like detective. Frank's seen some shit. Uh, Even though he's is, only fifteen, 
The car is pretty well known around Bayport, said Chet. It was certainly a gay-looking speed wagon. I mean, uh, it's not like a bad thing, but <laughs> it's a good thing. I like it. It's pretty gay. Um, I love how gay it is, though. They're having a gay old time. You guys should join me. We should hang out more. <laughs> make out a little bit. Not both of you, because it's kind of incestuous. But uh, you with me, we should take turns. Jesus Christ. We're going to be very inclusive in this, uh, in this day and age. <laughs> Anyone who saw it would remember it. It uh, had a rainbow streak down the side. Just kidding. It, that's, well, it's this is car. gay in the term of happy. No. No. No, okay, cool. Yeah. Seems oh, seems strange that a thief would take a car like that, remarked Frank. Auto thieves usually take cars of a standard make and standard color. Of course they do. They never deviate. They never think outside the box. They Deer get... only come around here this time of the year. They never do. They never go anywhere else. I've, uh, w once you make a rule, everyone has to follow that rule, even thieves. <laughs> <laughs> thieves who break the rules follow rules they have their own rules which is standard make standard colors exactly we don't deviate from those things at all so if you did have your rainbow car they wouldn't go anywhere near it because it would be too bright and shiny for them not because it's gay they might like it because it's gay but it's, uh, they're not judging but not judging. Know, no nobody here's doing that no 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 they're easier to get rid of <laughs> he would know that a car like yours could be easily traced because it's yellow because it's so gay <laughs> Uh, oh, here we go. I don't think he stole the car to sell it, Joe pointed out. Take it from me that that chap was getting away from someplace in a hurry, and when he had his car was smashed, he took the other, the first one that came to hand. Because this is how we say God that. damn it, Joe. Shut, Shut up. I'm, I'm just trying to say if we keep after him before he has a chance to get rid of it, we'll run him to earth. We're going to bury him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to fucking murder this thief. They've got this license to, we've got licenses to kill now. <laughs> I got a license to. Our anyway. dad maybe has a PI's license, but we have licenses to kill in, in pursuit of justice. Thank you, Constitution. <laughs> I've got a Constitution in my pocket. That's all the authority I need. A number of men in a hayfield nearby at, what? attracted Frank's attention, and he brought his motorcycle to a stop. All right, there's a kind of. Gay-looking guys that might like gay cars. Let's get out of it. I'm going to ask these chaps if they saw... <laughs> I'm these uh, chapped asses if they saw him pass. I was going to say, all the assless chaps over there. All the Yes, there you go. All the assless chaps if they saw him pass through them chaps. Frank scrambled over the fence. He was in you a hurry. Call them over like, uh, hey. No, no. Hey. Frank's, Frank's in a hurry to get over that fence to the men in the field. He just really wants to get over there. Uh... And went over to walk to to talk to the farmhands who watched his approach with curiosity. Uh, this is you. Uh, didn't see a yellow roadster pass here within the last hour, did you? No question mark. It's exclamation only. It looks like it's a really weird question mark, actually. It's like a Yale font question. There's like a bend at the oh, top. Oh, I thought it was just like a printing error. No, it's just oh, a it's really just weird font. The shittiest font. question mark of all time. Yeah. One wow. Of, one of them, a lanky old farmer with a sunburned nose, carefully laid down his, I'll be him, carefully down his scythe and put his hand to his ear and shouted, Eh? Did you see a fellow pass along here in a roadster? Frank repeated in a louder tone. The farmer turned to his companions. 
removed a plug of tobacco from... <laughs> Excuse me. A Rem- plug? A plug of tobacco oh. from his pocket, uh, over or the, from the pocket of his overalls, and took a hearty chew. Lad! Here! Want to know? Here, want to know if we saw a roaster come by here? He said slowly. <laughs> there were three other farmhands and all gathered around. There was something happening in the field. What's happening, guys? They put down their they sights. put their butt plug back their tobacco butt plugs down <laughs> and got a, down to business it's a really weird commune um it's an addiction your body's an addiction you put it in your butt that's how you get the most nicotine it goes straight into your bloodstream <sighs> they put down their sights very deliberately and the plug of tobacco was duly passed around the group frank waited don't uh, put it I, it makes me nervous when you do it so deliberately with your sight <laughs> you can't just put it down ha <laughs> <laughs> easy easy no i gotta be careful there i wanna, don't want to hurt any don't want to decapitate anybody i'm actually not death not today anyway uh, a roadster a roadster eh asked one a yellow roadster frank told him one of them removed his hat and mopped his brow we are getting into the details of all four of these men's live in the they're, field they're sweaty i guess yep sure seems to me he observed i did see a car come over here a while ago I like how it's only like it could be. That's like the best news they've had all day. I know. Like, oh my God! Something to do. A car. Fields of wheat. Fuck it. Did I'm you see talk it when people. that car came by five <laughs> seconds ago? Let me tell my grandkids about that. <laughs> and on that. And on that day, children, we saw a yellow car drive by. And it was amazing. So it was a yellow car. Ah! No. Twenty yellow one. It was deliberately a truck. If I remember rightly. Update your diary, sir. <laughs> right. Frank strove to conceal his impatience. God, it was a roadster I was asking <laughs> about, you piece of shit. <laughs> you can't get a straight old man. I'll just shake some sense in you. A <laughs> yellow roadster. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a coupe. A roadster. Coupe. Oh, wait, I, I jumped ahead. Not one of them were co- coops, hey? Asked the oldest man in the group doubtfully. <laughs> Not a co- is it coupe? I, yeah, coupe. Not a coupe. <laughs> a roadster. A roadster, hey? Remarked the old farmer. That's one of them there automobiles with the two seats and a little cup. Have you even been in a car before? <laughs> Do you even know what it looks like? I'm over here, sir. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm sorry. You weren't. This is a hay. This is a bale of hay. You're you're not that. There are no courses with these things. They just drive themselves. My cousin has one. Observed another <laughs> member of the group. The legend continues. <laughs> right? It just keeps. God, it's riveting. I got a. Cu- I seen my cousin with one once. He Out had of the mountains in the moonlight. <laughs> he got it secondhand in Bayport. I never could see why he brought the doggone thing. Hang on, I gotta make notes. This is fascinating. <laughs> for you can't take the folks out for a ride in it without having them all crowded something fearful. Give me the old touring car any time, every time. What the fuck's that? Touring car. Touring car is a car with a roof. 
It's like a, a hard top. A roadster is a convertible. Oh, okay. And a coupe would be so a two like door. Convertibles. Hmm? He just doesn't like convertibles. Yeah, he just doesn't like convertibles. Yeah. That's what we're learning just now. He likes something dependable. Yeah. Reliable. Like Reliable. a hard top. Like his dick. <laughs> he can't. Hang on. You got, uh, you're going to be all the farmers. God damn it. I, I don't mind taking a break. I don't mind giving your voice a break because you went high, low, high, low, super fast. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to take a break. Can't say that I agree with you. Return the old farmer. What are they debating? What's good a touring car oh if you God. want to haul a load of grain into town? Once them little trucks is the best, I've always thought. Then if you want to go on a picnic or anything, the family can all climb in in the back. The only mystery I need to solve is why we're doing an advertisement in the middle of this goddamn book, sir. Remember to buy yourself a Ford. The Ford trucks are the best trucks. Not paid for at all it's by It's American-made. It's the best. It's a genuine American industry. You get the use out of a car like that. Jesus Christ. Nope. Nope. Nothing like a touring car. Rank extravagance buying touring cars, then put it in another. My God, this conversation won't end. Horse and wagon is good enough for me. Oh, my God. Frank immediately regrets coming over to this group of men. Pick up the scythe, sir, and finish the job. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> I have to be courteous and let this play out, otherwise I'll be deemed impolite in society, be an outcast. That's what I say, agreed the fourth. What would the tax what would the tax Kill me now? <laughs> well with the taxes the way they are, and last year's crops wasn't any good. I tell you, a turn car's the only thing nowadays. Somewhat astonished by the sudden turn of argument had taken, Frank vainly tried to make himself heard above the uproar. But about the roadster, you pieces of shit! <laughs> he asked. Did any of you see it, you fucking imbeciles? But the four men in the field were not listening. Instead, they were deeply... Instead, they were in deep in highly contemplative... Complicated, yeah, complicated argument regarding the faults and merits of various makes of cars, and they paid no further attention to the youth. So, I mean, we did have our patrons vote for Hardy Boys, yes, but I did. feel like this scene came out of Alice in Wonderland. Yes, it, it, it's like a journey. We're going down this magical rabbit hole, and of we're nonsense. circling the drain. Nonsense, and there's nothing accomplished. Nothing, nothing moves. It's it's no questions were raised. Mm -hmm. He just asked some passerbyers, basically, and they were like, no, I don't know anything. And then they got into their own personal argument. Mm. Riveting. Hang on. It continues. Can't afford to waste any more time here. Oh, wait. No, no. That's just you. Okay. I, I thought it was another, like, oh, what no. is this? A fucking commercial? I thought I was still going to keep Can't going. Can't afford to waste time here with your with arguing farmhands. Be sure to get yourself an Oldsmobile rocket. Try the... New tractors coming out, gasoline powered. Uh, wow, gasoline powered tractors, eh? I don't know. Fucking diesel powered. <laughs> Can't afford to waste any more time here. The, Said, the trail's getting cold. <laughs> I know, right? The auto thief is going to get away, he said to himself and turned away. At the fence, he looked back. Longingly. <laughs> I know, right? 
desperately <laughs> wanting to be a part of that conversation still. One of the farmhands was shaking his fist beneath the nose of a companion, while the other two were engrossed in heated discussion. Their voices floated across the hayfield in a drowsy summer morning. We're learning so many details about these people who have no names and we will never see again. Never ever. I hate them. <laughs> I want to burn this farm. It looks like as if you started something, laughed Joe as his brother returned to the motorcycles. Ha ha! Ha ha! I certainly did! Your just... laughter is so genuine! Yes! I have emotions! Just asked them if they had seen a yellow ro- I don't need a recap of this shitty conversation! I feel like the books written for children way back in the day did not think that they were smart at all, so they keep reiterating the information over and over and over again. I I feel like chapters one and two actually had some decent like movement and three. But they didn't is... go anywhere either. Yeah, but just like it took forever to get past that road and it took forever to get to Chet's house. Like yeah, all right, all right, all right. let's keep going. We got at least we got good formatting. <laughs> That's true. There's indenting. Most of the the sentences that people are speaking have a name next to it, so I it's know. shocking. It's there's there's implied of who's speaking. It's great. Just asked them if they had seen a yellow roadster and they started to fight about what was the best car for a farmer to buy. Oh, oh, they didn't see the roadster, I guess, asked Chet. I don't think so. If they had, they would have told me. They would have confessed. <laughs> it's as if like he had by the collar. It's just like, where is she? You don't need a lawyer. Only guilty people ask for lawyers. <laughs> I guess they were glad of an excuse to quit work. Wow, just gonna shit on the, la the, the yeah, labor right. force. Damn. Well, hang on. Uh, I, this doesn't say who all. I'm just assuming it's me. Well, we better get on our way then. We lost enough time already. 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 Did so, you wet your pants? Did you wetty your pants? I don't need you to make fun of me, Frank. This is a per that is a personal thing at <laughs> home. We do not talk about it out the outside. Okay. Much like your collection of furries drawings that you keep in the floorboard of the bathroom. You said you'd never tell. Yeah, you said you were going to talk about me peeing my pants, but here we are. <laughs> Golden showers of furries. <laughs> this, this is not an equal. <laughs> what? No, I, I pee the bed at night. That's what we're talking about. We've been ostracized enough as a people. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally normal. <laughs> as a people. There are dozens of us. <laughs> dozens! <laughs> One could say it's a baker's dozen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They were approaching Bayport when... Hang on. Clear it oh, out. Nose. Oh, damn it. There's, like, so much dust in here or something. I haven't been here in a week. That's probably the reason why there's so much dust in here. <laughs> um, so while the four farmhands wrangled loudly in the field... In an argument that bade fair to last until dinner time, at least, the three boys set out again in pursuit of the red-headed auto thief. <laughs> the red-headed stepchild. Yeah, right? They were approaching Bayport when they saw a girl walking along the road ahead of them, and they beat her because she shouldn't be alone walking around. How dare you go into public without some sort of male escort? You're, you're, you, you might not be safe! Your honor! Learn some sense! Where's your... <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be safe! <laughs> Why are you hitting me? <laughs> I'm here to protect you from yourself! <laughs> you just don't know any better! <laughs> oh. 
Enter the first female character in the series. Yeah, right. The first mention of a woman outside of their mother. I'm going to guess that they wrote her IQ at uh, a nice round 88. <laughs> nice round 88. They were. Uh, there was something familiar about her appearance, and they drew as they drew near. Frank's face lit up as he recognized the girl as Kaylee Shaw, who was in his class at Bayport High School. Of all the girls in the school, Kaylee was. Uh, Kaylee or Callie? Uh, think Kaylee. What do you think? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, we're here now, Kent. Let's have fun, okay? We're gonna God. have lots of fun. We're gonna we're gonna jump in there. We're gonna read those names. We're gonna read. Just gonna be lots of fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Why do you gotta be like this, man? It's gonna be fun. Uh, Callie was I, one of them. I think it's Kaylee. Okay, Kaylee. Kaylee was one no, of the Callie. most Maybe greatly. Callie. Go on. I'm gonna punch you in the balls later. <laughs> Do it on camera. <laughs> Show them at home. Get the views. Callie was one of the most greatly admired by Frank. She was a pretty girl with brown hair and brown eyes and was neatly dressed and quick and vivacious in her manner and wasn't a redhead, so therefore he could date her. And had no description besides visuals. <laughs> She's not intelligent. She doesn't have a great personality. She doesn't say the best jokes. She's just pretty. And seven different ways to describe pretty. <laughs> pretty. As the boys brought their motorcycles to a stop, Frank saw Callie was not in her usual bright and cheery mood. She wasn't smiling, guys. You should smile more, Why aren't Callie. you smiling? Why aren't you smiling? <laughs> <laughs> smile, Sabbath! Smile for me! <laughs> Under it's one, making me depressed. <laughs> Under one arm, she was carrying a parcel that had evidently become untied in the paper, which was badly torn. Her face was distressed, and it appeared that she had been crying. My God. Callie looked up and recognized the boys, ran over to them. Oh, I get, should I be her? I'm only making yeah. it there. Okay. That awful man, she wailed. <laughs> Even before they had time to ask her what the matter was, he ran. You're hysterical. <laughs> he ran. Your female genitals are driving you crazy. <laughs> Don't run! They'll fall out! <laughs> They're shaking loose already! Oh my god! He Go ran... back to your house! <laughs> he ran right over me! My parcel had smashed it nearly all the cakes and jelly while I was bringing to Miss Willis! Miss Willis! Stop talking and get back to the kitchen! And <laughs> She did! I just left it! That's why I was bringing these things! She and broke we... loose of her shackles! <laughs> the shackles the society put on her! We gotta... Get her back into the slave box. No! It's stuck in there! No! <laughs> Alright. You're not empowered! <laughs> what's the what's the thing for women? Are they the characters are they uh when they have mm, I'm killing the moment. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, um are you talking about when a female character has depth? Or no, like that? it's there when they can make their decisions. Oh, 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 uh autonomy? You know what I'm getting that. Yeah, yeah, but you empower I mean is she empowered as a she character? She has no Oh Never. shit! Uh, damn it! It starts with a P, I think. <laughs> Whatever, fuck it. No, you know the word. No! I no! Went, I went to college. No! It's so <laughs> usual for me to lose words all the fucking time. Where I'm like, I know the definition vaguely. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure someone just no agency. I got agency. Agency. Yes! It didn't start with a P. That's, that's okay. <laughs> 
So yeah, joke that I ruined. Uh, no, it was a great no joke. We, had, we made an amazing joke. You, it was wonderful. What, a, joke, what a great. Anecdote. It was a journey we all went on, and we're back, mm, and we're all better for it. And with that, she held out her torn parcel. Frank knew that Callie, who was a generous and good-hearted girl, had been in the habit of taking little. She's delicacies. got a habit. She, it's it's little delicacies to a widow, Miss Willis, who lived just on the outside. That's her dealer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's her fence. <laughs> She's fencing some stolen goods. Callie is in the underground jail. Is that red hair I see under that wig? No! 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 No, no, no. I have a soul. I knew it. I have a soul. I was talking about. I, do you have a soul? I love to eat it. I want your soul. <laughs> These are black market goods. This is jam. It's just jam. It's not heroin. It's just jam. You've been mashing up those uh, fucking marmosets or something and selling them them on the black market. (laughs) Jellied marmosets. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's rarer than lead paint. Maybe that's not rare. Lead paint is very much not rare. (laughs) At all. (sighs) All Eat up. It's delicious. Now, Now he saw that the parcel had been smashed. So that only one glass of jelly and a few cakes have been left intact. Uh, this is, is Frank. Frank? Yeah. What man, Callie? He asked. What man? <laughs> what happened? I just, I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> you were talking. I saw your lips moving, but can someone translate this? What happened? What do you mean, you was a man with you? Were you having sex on the road? We don't know. We weren't here. We weren't here to see it, Callie. You could be lying to us right now. <laughs> he did this to you. <laughs> he made you unclean. <laughs> you can't be seen in public ever again. Put this wig because on. Because of what he did to you. Put this wig on this red hair so the people don't talk to you ever again. Here, look at this. This S. This red S. will <laughs> <laughs> blaze onto your sweater. It'll keep you safe from judgment. He ran right over my parcel. Just then, Callie spied on Chet Morton, and she pouted at him. He was a friend of yours, too, Chet Morton, for he was driving your car. My car? Gasped Chet. Your yellow roadster. Oh, no! He came driving along this road at such a terrible speed that I was frightened and I dropped my parcel. Then he ran right over it. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. Oh, my style. My God. Gee, golly. Why, Callie, that's just the fellow we've been looking for, said Frank quickly. You've busted this case right open. (laughs) I know, right by being here. Stop doing my job. (laughs) A woman's place is in the kitchen. Not behind a desk. I be- I gave you a mystery sandwich. Here you go. Figure you have out what no decide. sense solving mysteries. I just create them. You couldn't do this by yourself. Your name isn't Nancy Drew. <laughs> I really cannot wait to read Nancy Drew now. I is it weird that every time I was like, oh, female character, this is Nancy Drew. Oh, if, uh, someone's walking in the room. It's Nancy Drew. <laughs> and then what happens? She shows up, and then what? Nothing. <laughs> it's gonna be so stupid. She can be dismissed the entire time. Shut up, Nancy. We're trying to solve this mystery. Guys, I found a body over here. Ah, we've got our book series. You don't know what this is like. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, you haven't said the last line. In oh, that. sorry. You went on your <coughs> diatribe. Chet's car has been stolen. 
It was a beardy. It was a breaking. It was a car napping. I'm about to say a B and E, huh? <laughs> breaking and broken entered into the car. Well, whoever stole it came by here ten, not ten minutes ago, said the girl. And he's a madman by the way he was driving. Why? We're right on his trail then, declared Frank. Justice is on the way. He must have gone into Bayport. The only town in Bayport existence. Bayport City is crying infested Bayport. It took my family from me. <laughs> and I'm here to get revenge. I will murder this town. Murder it in its heart. I'm just start stabbing the street. <laughs> I'm getting at the heart of the evil. Son, the, son, what are you doing down there? I'm gonna bleed it till it finds its way back to truth. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. He was heading that way. Callie told them. But at the rate he was going, you'll have a hard time trying to catch a hard time trying to get a hard time catching him. Oh, Chet, I'm so sorry your car was stolen. Well, don't worry, we'll get him right back. Replied Chet grimly. That was oh. a very grim tone. <laughs> Are you going? Oh wait, are you? Hey, shut up, Callie Smiley. Stop talking. Hey guys, I'm just over here. I'm Joe. Hi, just Joe. I'm the other brother over here. Shut up, Joe! It. Nobody asked you anything! I'm he I exist! You talk more than Callie! Are what? you going back home, Callie? Because you should. Fast, <laughs> fast, Frank. No, I'm up. I'm on up. I'm going on up to Miss Willis's place. You need. You needn't bother to drive me up. It's only Good, I wasn't asking. Well, you know, I figure since you have a girl and you're a boy and you have a motorcycle, I could probably just hit your ride, but it's okay. No, no, I'm just going to walk. No. I'm just going to walk. It's okay. I'm, I'm going I'm to let society do what it must with you. What? <laughs> going to let you eat out here with the wolves, the car-stealing wolves, and the farmhands. <laughs> They'll tear you apart in the most boring conversation. <laughs> You'll die the slowest and most painful death that one could die from. <laughs> I can't wait. For your eyes to glaze over, and for your heart to stop, <laughs> and for your soul to leave your body I don't in a rattling the breath. are the best choice. I think you're wrong there. Kill <laughs> me, kill <Get> me, please. <laughs> and I'll look up. I'll look down and whisper, <laughs> "No." <laughs> I'm actually rereading that right now. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's the reason I texted you the other night. I was like, "We need to make a Watchmen comic," because that's what I'll just give you fifty. 500 pages of dense information with no script. You can do all the other work. Enjoy. <laughs> get no writing credit. <laughs> get, get no storytelling credit. You're just, just you're the hands. Uh, are you watching the HBO movie? Show? I haven't seen the HBO show, no. Is it good? I've heard it looked great. Like, I, I'm definitely down to watch. I just haven't had a moment to watch it yet. It's amazing. <coughs> all right. I will definitely watch when I get back in HBO Go. Um, I don't know where we are. Oh, we're here. I'm just trying to get my voice back into the correct. Uh, is it? Uh, it's only a few yards further down. I know you're Yonder. anxious to chase that awful man. The chase is in my blood. I'm going to kill that red-headed freak if it's the last <laughs> thing I do. Red face. We're going to get him. What the fuck? Red face is, is, is back again. You know I'm a redhead, right? Yeah, that's what I said, red face. <laughs> the face is a part of the head. It's the most deadly part of the head. <laughs> and he's the most deadly red head. Okay, can face. You, can you read the actual line? 
We'll chase him, all right, <laughs> declared Frank as the motorcycles roared. They had they bade goodbye to the girl and sped on their way to, to Bayport, leaving Callie to continue on her journey alone to the home of Miss Willis and wind up on a milk carton with the remains of the cakes and jellies over which she had spent so much time and care. They sped... <laughs> I love how much information we're getting about these damn cakes and jellies. That are busted. So, just... Busted makes me feel good. Anyway. um, Love it. They sped down the main street of I Bayport. I just watched the new one. Oh, uh, with the women? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I heard... Uh, what do you think? Come at me, internet. I, I enjoyed it. I was about to say, I, I'm pretty sure it, it was, was good. Pretty, it was pretty good, actually. I hadn't se- again, hadn't seen it yet. I went in with the, the judgment that... It's all the reviews like were like shitting on it. <clears throat> no, they just they just don't like vaginas. I was about to say, it, hang on, sidebar. We're doing <laughs> oh, a sidebar. Sidebar this shit. Sidebar this shit for a second. I think it was just a hot take of the internet at that point. Like yeah, everyone just, just decided to, to fucking hate it because they were doing a, basically a reboot because they were just called Ghostbusters. Yeah, and and, that, and that, that shit always bothers me when you just rename it the same thing as a thing that already ex- just just give it like the they they tacked on the the name later of answer the call i'm like cool that's perfect do that but it, there's already a movie called ghostbusters now i have to go are we talking about the 1984 one or are we talking about the or i think really if they did do a colon of some kind i don't think anyone would have given a shit because it would have been its own thing and it wasn't trying to like basically be like oh no forget about the other ones or something exactly i feel like well the thing is i'm sure that the filmmakers weren't trying to say that they were mostly just saying like it's ghostbusters whatever yeah. And I'm sure the internet took you know grievance with it because they're like, "How dare you replace Dan Aykroyd?" And and <coughs> even though everybody appeared in it that was alive, his <laughs> cameos. Oh, good. You see, that's awesome. It's great. It was fine. Isn't that nice? How that works? Yeah, that's fine. They're <sighs> passing the torch. You see, this is some bullshit that I'm talking about because now they're making a third one with the original crew, minus obviously. Uh, uh, Why they don't have name? him? They don't have uh, Harold Ramis. Yeah, Harold Ramis. I was going to say Rick Moranis, but that wasn't it. <laughs> I knew that wasn't it. Uh, Harold he was Ramis. It, though. Yeah. He, oh, he was? No, no, no. Sorry. The, he was in the you know, the original Ghostbusters. Well, yeah, he was. But I thought he made, like he came out of the, the hobbit hole in which he was hiding because he, uh, he was like, fuck acting. I'm going to raise my kids. Yeah. Invest my money wisely. It's, I mean, it's not his fault his wife died. No, not at all. No, I'm not. I'm not shitting on Rick why Moranis. Do hate, why do you hate Rick Moranis so much? No! Inside... <laughs> no, it's all turned! It's all gone sideways! Inside the, the, the judgmental look of Dick Masmania. Ah! <laughs> Here it comes and burns me. No! <laughs> Rick, no! I love you! <laughs> anyway, um, I really want to see it because it, it looked fine. Like It looked yeah, like it was going to be enjoyable. fun. The cast was great. Yeah. So I was like, I don't, I, I just it's, heard. It's not a perfect movie, but it's, I would give it at least an eight out of, eight out of 10. Uh, a buddy of mine did hate it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll not see it just now. Also, we had just had the kids. So it was really zero time to go see a movie anyway. Now I just got to look for it on Netflix or something. The The funny thing is I watched Ghostbusters, the original one, mm-hmm. right before it to compare. Oh, really? And I love the original Ghostbusters. Well, of course. But that was the first time that I watched Ghostbusters and was like. This is a fairly dated movie. Oh, like it feels dated? Yeah, or it just like the storytelling <laughs> is slow. And it yeah, it blew my mind. I was like, "Wow, I'm <clears throat> I I don't feel it felt like slow to you." Yeah, it felt a little slow and I was like, "I've never had this feeling before watching it." And that was before I watched the sequel. I'm squinting very hard right yeah, now. I know. There's a lot of squinting happening. Yeah. I watched it maybe two years ago, the original, and I didn't feel that at all. But I also grew up with that movie, so yeah, so did I. But it just, yeah, it just blew. But my you're mind. like hyperactive 
attention. Like you're like, I can sit and watch a movie. I know you can sit and watch a movie. But I just can need you sit- to like when you've made your point, you need to get to the next scene. I would love to show you a very long movie like Endgame. <laughs> That See, desperately needed a fucking now we're gonna flip flop because I was just like I had no problem with the length of Endgame. Everything was great. It moved. We're talking Avengers Endgame, obviously. Uh, and you just watched it and you're like, so long. It needed a fucking intermission. I don't mind the length. Just give me a chance to take a breath, like process. There, let me put it this way: Hollywood movies that had intermissions were two hours and forty five minutes. They weren't three hours. <laughs> this is like one of the longest movies ever <laughs> released, and it had no inter- no intermission. A lot of people to go pee, think about it a bit. Like, no. Like, really, intermission should happen as. Spoiler When Thanos shows the fuck up, like, it nukes everybody from orbit. Like, intermission. Oh, no. I'm trying to say that's where you would put it. Because there was still, like, an hour and a half of movie after that. I'm telling you, I paused it there, too. Trust me. It it really is like the hour and a half. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you, when that guy shows up, it's not even toward the end of the movie. Really? Yes. To me, that's like the end. No. It's not <laughs> at all. That's where an animated film starts is at the 90 minute yeah. <laughs> 90 minutes left. Yeah. That's crazy. So anyway, right, right, we should finish. Back, this, uh, we should get back to this because I only have so much time. We have to pick up my wife from the train station, but let's try to, I want to squeeze in one more chapter. Super too, dramatic I want to do two chapters of recording a dramatic moment of your wife sitting at the train station, <laughs> longingly looking at the distance. She's just like, where is he? Will he come? He said he would be here. He never breaks a promise. <laughs> All right, where, where are we? All right, here we go. Um, they beg goodbye. They sped down the main street. Uh, <clears throat> they sped down the main street of Bayport and headed directly to the police station, where they intended to report <laughs> the theft of Chet's car and what? a description of the thief, assuming him to be the redheaded man who had so nearly run down Frank and Joe on the shore road. But when they reached but the who police gives station, a shit about fucking Callie. I know, right? She got us. She almost got killed too. But we're not gonna report that. We're just gonna talk about us. We almost got ran over. We are the important ones. I'm a man. <laughs> a crime almost happened to me. Of all people, yes, it's crazy. <laughs> but, but, but minorities, women. But when they reached the police station, a further surprise was in wait for them. Ooh, what's a surprise? <clears throat> Is it the red red faces run over the police station? <laughs> he's like hitting all the cops with this car. He's like, man! <laughs> wow. He's, the, he's this Red Skull. He's the Red Skull. For that the, was, uh... uh... Yeah, he's the Red Skull. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's the foil to our Captain America. Yes, exactly. Uh, I, I feel s- like Joe's the shield and Frank is Captain America. Perfect, yes. Because Frank just throws Joe away and Joe comes <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> Away! <laughs> Throws him against the wall and he bounces around and he always comes right back. Exactly how I want him to. Abuse, slightly dented maybe, but it's still Joe. And always shielding me from the from reality. Ah, my people are the same as everybody else! Ah! So uh, now that we're in between chapters, probably yeah. a, a good time for a little breaky break. <laughs> I was gonna say you gotta remix it a little. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Gotta work on my uh, my mad, mad, my mad flow. <laughs> Click. So Kent. So Nick. Uh, I I hear that um you you have another podcast that you interview comic book people. 
Uh, yeah. So are they real people, Kent? They are real people, not like Franklin W. Dixon, who is a <laughs> fictional person and who writes books. Uh, I, yeah, it's a called Compa Workshop Podcast, and it's about making comics. I'm the co-host on that show, along with uh, Jason Hammonds. Uh, you can go to TMBC workshop.com uh, to check out the podcast but it's super fun uh we interview creators sometimes we'll have discussions uh talk about the process of making comics it's all about comic craft mm. and we've interviewed uh robert kirkman the creator of the walking dead uh mm-hmm. we've interviewed uh, matthew rosenberg uh the uh hey. the fantastic writer on a bunch of like marvel books mm-hmm. uh, i think it's Four Kids Who Walk Into a Bank, uh, another one. Lots of really cool creators, uh, lots of talented, not just writers, not just uh, illustrators. Very, very good interviews, by the way. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, but comic professionals, so like editors, um, anybody that works in comics, I, I kind of want to talk to on that show. So, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, you should check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, sir, you, uh, you've got a, uh, a laser cut goods business. What's that yes, about? Yes, I do. With the power of lasers, I make things. With the power of light. The power to focus light onto a piece of wood. I make things. Yeah, it's called uh, Renegade Goods. It's, uh, if you go to renegadegoods.com, you'll find a link to our store on Etsy. Uh, we make a large variety of items from custom-made one-offs like name tags or genre dividers for your bookcases or our genre dividers, which have fiction, nonfiction, sci-fi, drama, not drama, history. I don't remember the genres. Anyway, the point is we make a bunch of stuff for at home, like light switch plates and plan holders and adventure, like keychains and key rings and wristbands and more adventure stuff that will be coming. And normally you've got your wristband. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Normally I wear it. I don't have it today. I need to make. I have some. I have some grand plans for some stuff made of leather soon. I'm gonna Ooh. have. I maybe I'll make my own for you. I saw a design that I want to totally do a riff off of of a phone clip, like a belt loop thing made of leather, but then it's got like holsters for pencils. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I was about to say. I, I was like, I need to make this for Kent because he's like on the move all the time. So uh, I should throw some design ideas at you for leather. Well, I don't, I don't really. You've understand. already thrown enough at me for D and D stuff, which is in the pipe. It's just you know, it takes time. <laughs> so I'm there, actually. Gonna be we need to do make five of oh, you. Oh, and so. we also and we also started making some journals uh, on our a- Amazon store. So I'm gonna actually make a link to that on the website. Need to sweet. That yeah, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, should we talk about the last portion of our commercial break, which is the Patreon? Yes, absolutely. The best way to support our show uh, for bad audiobooks is to go to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bad audiobooks. Uh, there's all sorts of tiers on our Patreon. Uh, tiers t- for fears, in fact. No. Uh, what tiers should we talk about today? Uh, well, we haven't talked about the mystery tier in a long time. No, we haven't. Mm-mm. Do you, do you remember the details? Yes, I do. It gets all the benefits of all the previous tiers from... There's a bunch of different ones. I think Biography and Below. And Mystery has the added benefit of being you. Yes, you. Inserted into a you, story. You you. you, you, you. You'll be inserted into the story at random in the background. So we'll be reading about how the Hardy Boys are walking down Bay Street and they pass by Joe Smith, the crackhead, on the corner <laughs> shooting up. And we will insert you into You're the... You're welcome. Ep- in every, yeah, exactly. In every episode, you will randomly appear... I think uh, it's every episode. It, it's it, one up. Ep- well, it's one it's, episode a week right now. It's one episode a week. So you'll be in that week's episode. Yeah. So uh, at least one episode a week. But yeah, you will just be inserted randomly into the background. Yeah. And that uh, is our mystery tier because it's a mystery as to when you will appear. 
So yeah, well, uh, you'll be you become forever immortalized. Immortalized, yeah, into the part of the as part of the story. You'll be the fabric of Bayport, for better or for worse. Uh, the fabulous crackhead and crime of Bayport. <laughs> <laughs> Famous crackhead Joe Smith. Uh, <gasps> 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 Hardy boys, I need your help. I I need you to find the mystery of which man and dick I need to suck in order to get more crack. Oh, oh, there he is. I'll go. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so enjoy that. <laughs> That's the mystery tier. <laughs> Check out our Patreon.com. We bet on you won't do anything lewd. If that doesn't sell you harder on a hard, cracked <laughs> dick sucking, nothing will. I'm about to say, uh, uh, we promise we will try not to do anything too lewd with you. But... Yeah, maybe make, give us a note. If, yeah, uh, it if actually you don't want point. us to do uh, that. Would be that. A, that would be a good point. If you are open for everything, we will, we will if see you If you're not you open for everything, actually, probably best not to just pick that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, if you're not feeling adventurous, yeah, don't be. Or the adventurous tier. at heart and that like craziness, uh, that's that's a good tier. All right, all right. Uh, uh, why don't you uh, play us back out? <laughs> well, that was a nice uh, segue back into wow. the book. Fantastic. You know, I really have to attribute that that creator of that music. He is a beautiful man. Yeah, I uh, go check. Uh, do go download his new album, uh, Mouth Songs, v- <laughs> Vacuum Mouth. <laughs> it's a hot, the hot single, Vacuum Mouth. <laughs> it's a new EP coming out. All right, Chapter Four, The Hold Up. We got time for this? Uh, uh, uh let's see what we got. Can we push it to the? Yeah, we can push it to the limit. Push it to the limit. Anyway, Chief Ezra Colleg of the Bayport Police Force was a burly, red-faced individual. <gasps> uh, open and shut. I know, right? Yep. It was the chief the whole time. Who do we report to when the chief is the thief? Corruption Much- at the highest level. This city needs justice. <laughs> Frank, calm down. Frank, calm down. You just need to calm down there, chief. You know, chief, it's it's okay. Um, get my rope. Get my <laughs> get my boomerangs. My boomerangs. <laughs> much given to the telling long. Much. And much given to telling long-winded stories. Usually, Colleg was to be found reclining in a swivel chair in his office, with his feet on the desk, reading the comic papers or polishing up on his numerous badges. Wow. <laughs> this is a bad for yeah. for arresting you. This is a bad for killing you. This is a bad for judging you. <laughs> and but this day, something had happened to shake him up out of his of his customary calm. When the boys went into his office, they found the chief painfully writing a huge in a huge notebook and confronted by three excited figures. One of these was Ike Harity, the old ticket seller Jesus at Christ. the city steamboat office. Oh my god, we have steamboats. We have four characters about to enter the scene with the three characters that we're doing. Buckle up. <clears throat> I've never had a clusterfuck quite like this. Let's do this. Get ready. The old ticket seller. The others were Detective Smurf. Smuff. Snuff. <laughs> Detective Snuff! Get over here! What, Chief? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Detective Smuff. You're always so on the job and so alert and quick. Yeah, Chief! I'm ready to go! Let's go! Let's go get this gas! We gotta get everybody! Woo! Did you get any more of those films for me, De- Detective Snuff? Here, Chief. Here you go. Here's all the ones. Here's one about VD. Here's one about how not to get VD. Here's one how to have VD. And here's one how to get, make VD. Detective Snuff always makes the best snuff films <laughs> of the police force. And policeman Con Riley. <laughs> Con Riley. 
Both trying their best to look important and composed. I Carity Con was, Man Riley. I know. Detective Con Man Riley. Yeah, right. I Carity was frankly frightened. And I love alliteration. It was plain that something very much out of the ordinary had happened. Harity was a timid and inoffensive old chap who had perched on a high school on a high stool behind the wicket at the steamboat office in day in and day out. What <laughs> is he fucking talking about? I don't know, but we're learning a lot about Ike Harity um, for many years as one of as 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 any in one in Bayport could remember. Um, I'm, who was talking? Uh, this is probably Ike, by the sound of it, since they wound him up for this. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, are you doing Ike? I can do Ike. Well, I was just counting up the morning's receipts, he was saying in a frightened and high-pitched voice. When I was in this fellow, and he sticks a revolver right in my nose, right, right in the front yeah, of my I'm nose. Some, some gunplay here. Yeah, here we go. Just a minute! Interrupted. Oh, no, that's that's kind of too much like Frank. Yeah. You're, you're the yeah. chief. Um, any suggestions? Play it dumb. He sounds like he's dumb. Just a minute. Interrupted the chief grandly as the boys entered. He dipped his pen in the inkwell and poised. Dipped, uh, into his, uh, put some dip in his mouth. <laughs> right? I'm just, oh, everyone's chewing. Remember, uh, the best way, shoe is here, to boys. Becky chew. Uh, well, come on over here, boys. <laughs> and poised it in the air as he peered at the lads over his spectacles. Oh, what's your boys doing out here? Can't you see we're busy? I came to... Oh, uh, this is Chet. Oh. Uh, Just go for it. I came to report a theft, said Chet Morton. My roadster's been stolen. Why was this roadster that fellow drove up to, to my office in? Cried Ike Harity. A yellow roadster. You can do Detective Snuff. Smuff. Snuff. Ha! <laughs> Said Detective Smuff. A clue! He immediately fished a notebook out of his pocket and began rummaging around for a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> this is you. This oh, is shit. I, I saw Detective Snuff, so... Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, you're, de you're the chief. Well, never mind that there, Detective Snuff. Observed uh, the chief heavily. Oh. I'll take any notes that are needed up in here. <laughs> Detective Muff dully squelched and put back his notebook in confusion. What fellow? Frank asked. Who drove up to your office in a yellow roadster? Now hold up, man. De now hold up, man. Declared Harity. I was held up this morning. A fellow tried to steal the steamboat money on me. The steamboat money? The steamboat. Toot, toot. Here comes Mickey. Is that what you call all those lovely guys and girls that are working in the back for you? <laughs> the steamboat money? It just comes riding in down the river. Just a smooth money river. Jesus Christ. Bayport's the front and center of human trafficking. Now, just a minute. Just a minute. Demanded the chief. I'm so glad you're doing it in this voice. Well, it feels let like me it say works. a word uh, here on the situation. A man drove up a steamboat office. <laughs> The steamboat office a little while ago and tried to hold up Mr. Harrity. But a passenger happened to come into the office just then and, well, a fellow got frightened and ran away. Is that about right? That's right. I'll That's make a note of it. Okay. Said the chief, suiting 
uh, suiting the action uh, to the word. But when he uh, scribbled uh, industriously for some time, he raised the pen again and pointed it at Chet. Now you, he observed, say that. Let me check this again. <laughs> Stole some yellow roadster on you this morning. It was on your person. <laughs> it was in my pocket. And where was it? Is it a front pocket or a back pocket? It was my back pocket. That you were keeping this yellow roadster. <laughs> yes, sir, from the farm. Well, he was seen just driving in the Bayport just a while ago. The chief made a note of it. And uh, you, he said, pointing the pen at Harity. Say that. Hold up, man. Drove up to the office in a... Is this right? A, a yellow roadster? That's right, chief. That's right. The prosecution rests, y'all. A honor. yellow roadster was. And now that I come to think of it, I've seen Chet Morton's car before, and it was the spitting image of it. So, if one plus one <laughs> goes together, does that perhaps equal a higher number? <laughs> You mean like four? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. My God, we've solved it. <laughs> uh, then. You're at the bottom. Uh, no, at the bottom. I'm like, it's... I, I don't... Any line they're about to say is so fucking stupid. Yeah, just go for it. You're and right. you... Hang on. You're there. See, the hold-up man drove up to the office in the Yellow Roadster. Uh, you're you're here. Am I? Oh, did I already do this? Yeah, you're. Oh, already done. oh fuck. Whatever. Hey, keep up. <laughs> keep up. Remind <laughs> me of my my New Zealander cousin. Oh, okay. Uh, keep up. Keep up. Keep up. <laughs> uh, Welcome to the story, Kent. <laughs> who's talking? Your chief. Oh god, damn it! Fuck. I'm an idiot. Okay. It's okay. Then, declared the chief, putting his pen. That's all that for one word. Yeah, right. But it, that's why I was like, can we come on? Come on. Uh, put his pen in come the air. Now. Come on now. With the air of one making a momentous discovery. It looks to me very much as if the hold-up man and the fellow that stole the car are perhaps... No, no, no. He says it's so much better. Is. Say it. You have to say it like that. You're Come right. On. I have to. Come on. The holdup man and the fellow that stole the car is one and the same man. They is the same person. Y yeah. Yeah. I speaks good English. Yeah. Detective Smuff wagged his head solemnly in admiration of this feat of deduction. <laughs> I believe in you. Right, Chief? He declared. Of course he's right. Said Frank. It couldn't be anyone else. The point is this. Who gives this shit? It's the same person. <laughs> Where is he? Where did he go? Where's the holdup man? Did he leave in the car? Did anyone follow him? He left in the car, all right, said Harity. But nobody followed him. I telephoned for the police. I'm using the same voice for the fucking farmers, but whatever. I, well, they're gone forever, so. No, no, no. They're still arguing that field about which one's the better car. And they'll and there they will be the end, to the end of days. Um, did you notice the color of this man's face? <laughs> you Hair? Asked Frank suddenly. Oh wait, 
What's that got to do with it? <gasps> Asked Detective Smuff. Never mind. It may have a great deal to do with it. What? Never mind. It may have a great deal to do with it. I don't know. Did you notice the color of his hair? God damn it! Repeat. Swear to me! Frank, Frank, it's okay. Just calm down, Frank. Just calm down. It's just... What are you doing? Where'd you come from? I'm just here. I rode with you. I'm one of the brothers. I'm part of the Hardy Boys. I'm here. Hi. <laughs> this book's Hardy Boy. <laughs> no, it's the Hardy Boys. You signed a contract. It's the title. It's Hardy Boys. I'll never be afraid of you. No, you won't. I'm like a tumor. <laughs> And even if I do get rid of you, you'll just come back to me like you always do. Yep. Can't get rid of me. Gonna kill you. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, right. Uh, it was short. All right. There it is. Uh, it, wa- it was short, said the parody firmly. Short and dark. <laughs> Frank and Joe looked at blankly at one another. Oh, I'm here. Hey. Whoa. I- hey. Are you sure? Asked Joe. Shut up, Joe. Oh, I just want to ask a question. I want to be. I want to help. I want to be. Know your dad. place. <laughs> but the second. Respect I- your elders. You're only older than me by two years, you asshole. I've seen some shit. <laughs> oh, I'm positive to cry. To cry, Harity. I was face to face with him. He was a dark-haired man, and his hair was a cut awful short. I noticed that. You're sure he wasn't red-faced, headed? I'm sure of it. This is Chief. I'm like, it's the same Chief. I thought maybe a second Chief showed up. (laughs) I'm the other Chief from the same station. We have two Chiefs because the other one's stupid. Now, what's all this about? Asked Chief Kulig suspiciously. What has the color of his hair got to do with it, even though we've mentioned the color of the car about 60 fucking times? (laughs) Go ahead. Well... Admitted, Frank. We're pretty sure that the man who stole Chet's car had long, beautiful red hair. Gorgeous! <laughs> like the setting sun. Like a Tatooine sun. <laughs> Doubly gorgeous as Tatooine suns. After you. Hmm. Muttered the chief doubtfully. Then if that was the case, the man who stole the car and the man who's trying to hold up the office isn't. The one and the same fellow after all. <laughs> What's the deal with that? What's the deal with people driving the same cars and committing crimes? Oh my god. Anyway, let's see you again. Fuck. Um, You're here. Is it Frank? Yeah. I don't know what we make of it. Confessed Frank. Uh-oh. Just then, a short, nervous little man was ushered into the office. He introduced himself as the passenger who had gone into the steamboat office at the same time as the attempted holdup, and he presented himself in answer to a call from the chief. In reply to questions, the newcomer, who gave the Pro- Prozac name of... He- Are you taking Prozac, sir? I'm just a little old man. Of Henry J. Brown... He uh, and said he was from New York, told of entering the office and seeing a man run away from the wicket uh, with a revolver in his hand. What color was his hair? Did you notice? Seriously, he's just pushing that narrative so hard right now. It's like racial. It is racial profiling at this point. (laughs) I knew it. It was dark red hair. Only the red hair of people who are terrible. I've had four witnesses collaborate that you were the one. (laughs) But I have black hair, sir. 
That's all I need. You were wearing a red-haired wig. Asked Frank eagerly. I can't say that I did, answered the little man. It all happened so quickly. I didn't realize that I was in a holdup until the man was uh, was out of the door. And then I saw him jump into the roadster and drive away. But wait a minute. I, I did notice the, 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 the color of his hair. Just as the car was disappearing down the road. You couldn't uh, you couldn't you couldn't have helped notice he was he was redheaded and he had long red hair. Detective Smuff looked blankly at the chief. What a riveting story. I know. And the chief looked blankly at everybody else, particularly at Henry J. Brown of New York. Oh, this is me. I knew it, declared Joe exultantly. It's the same man. Now see here, can it be the same man? Said the chief wearily. You boys don't know what you're talking about. Mr. Harris says he has short dark hair. Now, how could he have short dark hair and long red hair at the same time? This is what you paid for. <laughs> You're going to be reading this book, and we're going to go back and forth over trap things. And I'm how, also a county official. I ask you that. How could it be? Chief Colick propounded... Pop all those pieces to the microphone propounded this query with the expression of one who has triumphantly settled all difficulties. He had dark, he had short dark hair, said Harity doggedly. And I'm sure he had long red hair, shouted H. J. Henry J. Brown, who very indignantly, do you think I'm blind? Do you think I tell a lie about that? He had dark hair. It was it red. It was dark. It was. It wasn't. It was. Stop hey, it, commanded Chief Colleague. Ha! I don't think either of you know what kind of hair he had. Probably he was bald-headed. Do Harry Carey voice. You could do. You were comes when comes when you were doing it earlier. You were kind of he was it. probably bald-headed. <laughs> But I'll say in word, hope to keep watch for the yellow roadster. It's from first place to second. <laughs> I'll notify the police in the dugout. Uh, I guess that's all we can do for now. Uh, we'll go for the double blind. <laughs> and with that, the Hardy Boys and Chet Martin had to be content. When they left the office, it was with a little hope that the thief or the car would be found. Their misgivings could be justified. That when they returned to see Chief Colleague that night, they learned that no word had been received concerning the Yellow Roadster. For any of the outlikes, seriously, you'll never, they'll never find a Grand Theft Auto like that. It's very rare when they do, so statistically, this is correct. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, and the, the mystery was never solved. That end. Yeah, right? Seriously, hang on. Let me wrap it up. Uh, yellow Roaster from any outlying towns or villages, and that despite a diligent search conducted by Detective Smuff uh, and other members of the Bayport Force, the, all four of them, uh, the Roadster had not been located in the city. The end, the of, end of that chapter. That chapter. Woo! All right. Two uh, down again. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good for well, us. These are these are good lengths. Like we're able to we're able to tackle them pretty pretty well. I dig it. Yeah. Uh, so that was a stupid set of two chapters. Oh, it was re completely ridiculous. Not only did nothing happen, um, 
We still aren't at the fucking tower treasure yet, by the way. Can we talk about how we're nowhere near the mystery that oh, there, is? Oh, that's right. There's towers somewhere. So at some point, we're going to run into treasure. a fucking tower. And maybe treasure. The roadster's the treasure. It's just buried underneath. Not how I thought the, the story was going to go. You know, uh, that or the redheaded, the redheaded wig is the treasure because then it just makes them so hot and, and vivid. Well, well, we'll definitely have to get in this more uh, to this at, uh, with the between the stacks. Yeah, we'll do uh, we'll, we'll do it somewhere in the house. So head on head on over to Patreon to hear the the rest of that shit. Uh, let's let's start exiting out. Uh, yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please like and subscribe, follow whatever the fuck the button is. Uh, hit that <laughs> shit. Uh, best way to support the sh- if you want to do a review. Uh, do you want me to do this? Yeah, my voice is kind of yeah. I noticed. Out. Uh, if you want to support this show, the best way to do that is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere where you listen to your podcast. But we only check the Apple Podcast one because it's <laughs> but we only listen to one. Well, I just don't know how to look up reviews on any of the platforms. I look there's, at them. Yeah, there's a million there's, platforms. There's a bunch of platforms. They all have different reviews. The point is, if you leave us a review on any platform you listen to, that would be fantastic. We will actually read the reviews on Apple Podcasts on aloud. And we should we check that? We should check that. Make sure that we don't have a new one. And while you do that, I'll I'll I'll. Desperately try to wrap this up. Okay, please. Uh, <clears throat> as I fight for my throat. Um, just don't go. Just don't go heavy into the pink with the voices. Uh, I'm too late. Uh, yeah. So while he's looking up to see if we have any reviews, uh, the best, great way to support the show is those reviews. Mm-hmm. The very best way, though, yeah, it is. is the Patreon. Yes. Uh, so head on over to Patreon.com/slash/BadAudioBooks and check out the tiers there. And uh, that's pretty much it. If you want to follow the show, you can get over to our Instagram at Bad Audiobooks. We do all sorts of fun shit there. And then uh, Nick has a Instagram that you should follow. That's super cool. It's at Real Human Maz. He posts all cool kind of pictures. What else posted in there? Nothing new. Oh, cool. I I, I po- <laughs> sorry. I was, like um, I was looking at the uh, the reviews. Uh, uh. I, I usually post uh, things I'm working on or uh, th- I have new beers I find, you know, typical, normal, basic stuff. Sweet. Uh, and you can also <laughs> super exciting. You should go follow me. <laughs> Riveting. Uh, and you can follow my Instagram, at Ken Heidelman. I post all sorts of the art and comic stuff that I'm, I'm working on, so go check that out. Right. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, play us out. <laughs>